0: as high-producing agents and team leaders share their stories and unpack the principles and systems they've used to double, triple, and even quadruple their business while enjoying greater quality of life. And now, here's the latest episode of Club Wealth TV. You need to constantly reassess where you are in each of the five key areas in your life and in each of the stages. So again, I'm gonna give you the five areas and the five stages really quick, and then we're gonna go deeper on each one. So the five key areas again are family, business, financial, health, that's both physical and mental, and your spiritual life. The five stages, Ron, give us all five stages back to back.
1: There's struggle, survival, success, significance, and legacy. Okay. So in
0: each of your five carries, write these down on the left-hand side of your paper. I want you to write down family, business, health, both physical and mental, uh, spiritual. Uh, so family, business, financial, health, both physical and mental, and your spiritual. Write those five things down on the left-hand side of your paper. Then to the right of each one of those, what I want you to write down is which of the stages in life are you in, in each of those areas in your life. All right. Now, once you've done that, you've got a sense for, and we've got a little exercise And Aubrey. We're waiting for that link, by the way. Uh, Aubrey is going to be uh, posting a link for us on where you can go to get a a download that will take you through this exercise on how you really dial in each of these key areas. But here's what I want you guys to think about. If I'm in survival, let's back up. Let's say I'm in success in several of the areas of my life, but one of those areas I'm in struggle. Where do you think I need to put the most time and attention in 2020, right? You've gotta take care of that area that's the weakest because as you bring up those areas that are weak, the other areas will by nature get stronger. But if you neglect one area, perfect example, if you neglect your marriage, I don't care how successful you are at work, if you neglect your marriage, and you fail in your marriage, it will take its toll in your business. You guys, you have to understand this. You've got to understand the link between each of the five areas and the importance of moving each of those five areas through each of the five stages. Ron, go ahead.
1: Well, same thing with with vice versa. You know, if you're if you're not if you're putting all your focus on your relationship and your family, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I love my family, just like you're, just like the plaque says. No success in the world can compensate for failing at home. But you know what? If you're not working on your business and you're not successful in your business, your family will suffer. The, the relationships in your family will suffer. I mean, what's the number one cause of divorce? It's finances, right? And, and same thing with health. I, I know that we all know that that successful businessman that is about to have his leg amputated because he's got diabetes or, or something a lot. That, you know, I had a, had a dear friend of mine that, that owned a very successful uh, car dealership. He was extremely successful in in business, but he died very young because he didn't take care of his health. I think that balance is is essential, just like you were saying. And to your point, Michael, you're going to be more efficient in all areas of your life if you're if you're balanced in all areas. Uh, if that makes sense, absolutely um,
0: makes sense. I'll give you a perfect example. So my health, right? For years and years, decades, I ignored my health. And the importance of taking care of my body and i was a hundred pounds overweight 100 pounds and finally one day and and i'll be honest with you the only reason i was able to do this is or or the only reason i had the courage to do this uh is because my wife did it before i did uh you know she went and she got weight loss surgery and uh, she was able to lose 86 pounds as a result of getting the surgery i was scared to death to go get the surgery until i saw her do it she led the way she, you know, paved the way, you know, blazed the trail, whatever you want to call it. Uh, and finally, I felt the courage to go down there. And granted, she had to go down to Tijuana and hold my hand through the entire process because I was such a wuss. But at the end of the day, I went down and I had the surgery, too. And I was able to lose 100 pounds of excess weight baggage. Imagine this. Go grab a a, a hundred, a couple of 50 pound bags of concrete, put one on each shoulder and walk around with that all day long. Tell me how that your body feels after doing that for a little while. That's what I was carrying around. It was like carrying around a small child or actually not even a small child, a big child. Uh, That was like carrying around some adults, right? Like if they're really small, Uh, but you get my point. It was bad. And so I finally, when I took control of that part of my life, the other areas of my life got better as well. And so this you guys is where you've really got to do an honest self-assessment. So here's what I want you to do. type into your screen right now. Everybody watching this, I want you to type in your screen. What is the one key area in your life? Again, family, business, financial, uh, so family, business, financial, health, both physical and mental, and your spiritual. Out of those five key areas, what is the one key area that you feel like you need to put the most effort in your life in 2020. Write that. Just type that in the screen right now in in the chat in the uh, in the in the Facebook feed here, uh, or wherever you're watching this. I want to know what is the key area that you're going to focus on the most in 2020. I'd love to see some. Come on, guys, type something in. Oh my gosh, can you guys hear me? Is anybody paying attention? Are you guys worried about typing it in? Are you embarrassed? What the heck? Type it in now. I want to know what it is you're working on dude i got a bunch of oh there we go andrew Tripodi. thank you for being the first uh brave person to type something in uh andrew says he's going to work on all of them he's like i got the trifecta man i need them all okay so andrew i'm going to challenge you pick just one daniel bettencourt says business awesome daniel that's great Doris says, uh, "Business better finances for us." Okay, so business and finance are different. We're going to talk about that in just a second. I'm glad you brought that up. Um, And so let's just let's touch on that right now, Ron. What's the difference between our business and our finances?
1: So there's a big difference. I mean, it's two completely different things. Are I I mean, we we work for our finances, right? And so the business is what's what's supplements or or provides the finances. But our business, working on our business, is taking care of what we do for a living, Uh, you know, taking care of our teams, taking care of our our clients, taking care of our transactions, making sure that everything is flowing uh, properly there, making sure that the systems are in place in our business and so forth. So that's our business side. The finance side, that's what we're doing with that money, you know, and, and so many people I feel struggle on this. I'm looking forward to when we get coach Doug holiday on the call or on, on club ball TV here in a couple of weeks, Michael, we're going to go over profit and loss. And we're going to talk about finances. You've got to be, you've got to be paying yourself. And I think that, I think that most people don't do that. Most people don't pay themselves. you know, they, they make plenty of money, they spend plenty of money, but they don't pay themselves. They don't take care of themselves financially. And go ahead.
0: No, so I was going to say, you're exactly right about that. I mean, if you think about it, people, a lot of times what they do is they throw all their money into a bank account, right? And that bank account is what they use for their business and for their personal and for everything in between. And that's just not how you guys want to do it, right? If you're in business, right? If you're, whether you're a real estate agent or you're in some other business, you are in business. You need to have a business account and you need to have a personal account. And what Ron's talking about here is you need to move money from your business account into your personal account every month. And it's just, figure out what that number is. Tara and I, for example, take a salary from the business. Ron takes a salary from Club Wealth, right? Each of us takes a salary out of the business. Um, Even though we have the ability to take more out if we need it, we don't. We just, we take a certain amount every month and we leave the rest in and we budget based on what we know, like in our personal life, we budget based on what we know we're going to take out every month and we keep that budget very affordable, right? And this is very important also, don't overextend. You want to make sure that when you talk about your personal life and your personal budget, keep that efficient. We want to pay ourselves, but don't pay yourself so much that the next month you have to put money back into the business because the business is upside down. So there's this balance you've got to work out. Here's the key. The easiest way to figure this out is look at your last three years and take the average of the last three years income, or the, if you want to be really conservative, take the lowest of your last three years. And that's the number you budget on. And, and that's all you allow yourself to spend in your personal life. And that's hard because as we have more success, what do we tend to do? Spend more. That's right. Our, our lifestyle seems to expand to to meet whatever our income is and oftentimes exceed what our income is so here's the key make sure you're being very very conservative in that and then now you can pay yourself on a regular basis you can say okay i'm going to take out and ron give us the formula uh for the you know the club wealth financial formula so we have a, a we you can call it a 70 10 10 10 or a 10 10 10 70 but go ahead and walk
1: us through it so uh, to your point, really quick, before we go over that, uh, and and I'm sure we're going to talk about this more with Doug, but uh, the key to success with finances is living on less than you make, and that's the whole point of this formula. And so, what we teach is you take ten percent of your ten percent of your income and you give it away. And I know that sounds contrary to uh, you know to survival, but I'm telling you right now, that's the easiest way to learn how to live off of less than you make. So you take ten percent, give it away. Obviously, give it to something. Powerful, you know, something that's gonna make a difference. You know, a lot of people tithe with their church, some people give to charities and organizations that that they believe in and they're passionate about. But that's the first 10%. The second 10%, you want to use it and depending on where you are in your business, you know, if you're in struggle, survival, success, and so forth. Uh, you're going to put it in different areas, but you want to take that second 10% and you want to put that into your reserve. This is where you're paying yourself. This is just like you were saying, Michael, moving from your business account to your personal account, right? You got to pay yourself first. That means you're not spending on anything else. And so that's the, that's the second 10%. The third 10% needs to go, once again, depending on where you are, to paying down your debt, right? That's eliminating any of that any of that debt that you have right now that's eating your finances, that's eating your children as the richest man in Babylon says, right? And, and so it's very important that we pay down that debt. Now, as things balance out, as things, as you move from that six, the struggle to survival, to success and so forth, those two 10% there are going to change, you know, the, the second 10% is going to, you know, go to that savings or to you're paying yourself until you have that reserve in place. And then you're going to put that money to work for you. You're going to invest it in, in, other other aspects, and we'll get into that in more detail another time. But that's where that's going to go once you have your reserve built up, and then when the debt is all paid off, then that needs to go to be working for you as well, and and allow your money to make you money. And then so, and that, oh, go ahead. And then we, oh, and then the, we live off a seventy percent, and so that's 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 right. That's the formula. So go ahead.
0: Well, and so when we talk about living on the seventy percent, what does that mean, right? What does that seventy percent pay for? It pays for your food, your 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 uh mortgage your car you know your gas whatever it pays for everything in your life right that's that 70 percent. but without the other 30 you guys you're going to be out of balance if you're not taking care of that other 30. okay so let's come back to the five areas in life and the five stages in each so again the exercise that we just talked about is we want you to go back and oh taxes daniel bettencourt asks about taxes Ta- Daniel, it's a great question. Taxes come off before we apply the 70-10-10-10 or the 10-10-10-70 however you want to call it. Um, so the taxes come off first. Uh, and there's actually a scriptural reference to this, right, where, you t- where they, it talks about render unto Caesar that which is Caesar's and unto the Lord that which is the Lord's or something. I, I'm probably misquoted it, but it's essentially first you pay your taxes, then you pay your tithing and your lifestyle and your investments and all this other stuff. But you got
1: to pay taxes. Well, if you think about it, Michael, really quick on that, because that's a good question, Daniel. The 70, 10, 10, 10, or 10, 10, 10, 70, that that's your income. Well, your taxes right. aren't your income. your taxes is somebody else's money. And so you sh- that, that should always come off first. I agree with you. 100 percent. Absolutely right. Okay, so now I want you guys to go
0: back through and uh, I want you to figure out, all right, of these five carries, family, business, financial, health, both physical and mental. And spiritual. Of these five areas, you've identified the area that you feel like you need the most help right now. If you haven't already written that down, identify it now. Identify in each of these five areas, you should have already written down: am I in struggle, survival, success, significance, or legacy? Which of those five stages am I in in each of those five key areas? Now, I want you to think about this. Where are you in legacy right now or in significance right now? You may not be in legacy in any of them. That's fine. Are you in significance in any of them? Do you have significance in any one of those areas? If you do, I'd love for you to type that in right now. Where do you feel like you're having, and I'll even say success or significance? Where do you feel like you are in success or significance? Which of those five key areas in life? And here's why I'm asking this. First of all, type it into your screen right now. I would love to see where you guys are at and where you feel like you're having success, significant, or you're in legacy in any of those three key areas. Um, Which of the five uh, key areas in life are you in one of those three stages rather? Now, and nobody's typing it in yet. So I, I don't know if it's because of the delay from Zoom to Facebook. That might be it. Uh, or maybe everybody's just, you know, a little bit nervous about typing it in. Guys, don't be ashamed of this. Uh, I will tell you this. When you have identified which of the areas you are in the stage of success, significance, or legacy, you have now figured out, uh, and Doris typed in, uh, in uh, spiritual. Awesome. Fantastic. Thank you for that, Doris. Um, now you've identified areas in your life where you can bring massive value to other people, where you can start to give back and help other people move from struggle to survival or from survival to success or from success to significance and so forth. You guys, this is important. When Ron talked about the 70, 10, 10, 10, and he talked about giving 10% to charity, that doesn't just mean 10% of your money. It also means 10% of your time. So I want you to ask yourself this. Am I giving 10% of my time to something else worthwhile? Maybe you're a club wealth coach. I know Amy Izzo was watching here a little bit earlier. Uh, you know maybe you are coach Linda Revor was watching. Um, you know so as a coach, you give a, a percentage of your time. Uh, maybe you give to a percentage of your time to your church. Maybe it's to a worthy charity in your area. Um, maybe it's to help out you know kids on the street. I, whatever it is, you need to figure out what that is and you need to give 10% of your income and of your time to those worthwhile endeavors. And what you'll find is that as you do that, you will move more quickly from stage to stage in each of the five, in not just in one or two, but in each of the five key areas in your life. But again, we've got to identify what they are. We've got to set smart goals to accomplish those. And then remember the one thing that you absolutely must do. The one thing that you absolutely, the one strategy that you absolutely must master, you must, must, must develop habits around each of the goals you've set in each of those five key areas to cause you to move from one stage to the next. Is it all coming together now? All right. So what do those habits need to look like? So as you guys look at, what is the thing? And and Daniel says he's in success in family, business, and financial. That's fantastic. Okay. So if you're in success in family, business, and financial, Daniel, this is a great time for you to identify folks. And I would write down, I would love to see you just on your piece of paper. I'd like you to write down, who is it that you can help with their family, their business, and their financial? Who is it that can help you with those? So guys, I want everybody to look at their piece of paper right now, and I want you to ask yourself, in those areas that I am in success, significance, or legacy, who is someone that I can help with that thing? Write their name down right now. Just think about that for just a second. Who is it you can help? If you're in success, significance, or legacy, in any of those five key areas, who needs your help right now who can you reach out to who can you put your arm around who can you help with that all right now in the other areas any of the areas that you are in struggle or survival these are emergent areas for you right what does that mean these are areas where you need help right now you need to get out there you need to get really aggressive about finding help in any area that you're in struggle or survival so I want you, and by the way, you, if you're not in legacy, you still need help, right? If you're not in legacy in all five uh, uh, of these key areas, you need help, right? And if you are in legacy, you dang, well, better be helping somebody else. But that being said, let's start with survival and uh, struggle. So I want you to identify those areas that you're in struggle and survival, and then I want you to write down next to those, who are you going to get help from in those areas where you are in struggle or survival? Who are you going to get help from? Write those names down on your piece of paper right now. And you guys, I got to be honest with you. Sometimes God just wants us to humble ourselves and be willing to ask for help. Right. And by the way, don't rob others of the blessings of being able to provide you with that help. Go and ahead, Ron.
1: I, I would add to that, Michael. I think, that, and don't get me wrong, I think it's important that we find a mentor, find someone that, that we can model. You know, in the areas that we're struggling and we're surviving, but even the areas that we feel like we're in in success or or significance or legacy, I still suggest always having a mentor. Always have someone, because there is always someone better, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And if if you're always modeling people that are doing better, then you will do better, right? What what's the what's the saying that we are the socioeconomic makeup of the five people that whatever how does that how does that phrase go you like to say we, all the we
0: are the socioeconomic average of the five people we spend the most time with so you need to be careful about who you spend the most time with and and by the way it doesn't mean that they are physically around you right it could be who are you who are you listening to what are you listening to what 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 coaching companies are you working with what uh who do you associate with at work right Are you hanging out with the coffee and water cooler crowd that likes to complain about buyers are liars and sellers are worse? No, they're not. That's you, man. You're the problem. If you think that buyers are liars and sellers are worse, look in the freaking mirror because it ain't them. I got news for you. So you got to ask yourself, who am I hanging out with? Who am I spending time with? Because you're going to become that person. You want to be more positive? Hang out with more positive people. You want to be more compassionate? Hang out with more compassionate people. You want to have more success? hang out with more successful people. You want to uh, be a better per, uh, better husband, father, wife, mother. Great. Guess what? Spend more time with people who are better husbands, wives, mothers, and fathers, and you too will become better. I'll give you a perfect example. I spend more of my time with this guy that you're watching right here, Coach Ron Anderson, because I know that will make me a better husband and father. He's the kind of husband and father I know I'm. I'm I should be, but I'm not, but I know I I wish I was. Um, And so I know that by following his example, and by spending more time with him and not just with that, but also um, with just how he interacts with other people. If I want to interact with people in a more positive way, which I do, by the way, because I tend to be very hardcore and I tend to be right in people's faces and I need to learn to be a little bit more patient and I need to practice some long suffering and I need to be more empathetic. And guess what? Coach Ron is all that. And so it helps me to, to, to dial in who I am by hanging out more with him and other people like him. So, Ron, you're absolutely correct. So go ahead. I didn't mean to overwhelm no.
1: your, your quick thought there. No, I, I appreciate all the kind words. <laughs> I'll, I'll listen to that kind of stuff all the time. No, just kidding. But and, and then to your, to your point earlier, Michael, you should always be looking for a mentor and a mentee. You should you know, be looking for people that you can model and be more like. But you should also, to your point earlier, you should always be looking for people that you can help because the more you can help, the better you will be. And, and so I think that that's a very important, no matter where you are, even if you're, even if you're in struggle in, in your business, if you look for people that you, want, that, that you can help, that are, there's always going to be people below you. You help others and you will do better yourself. And so I, I just want to throw that out there.
0: You know, it's really interesting you say that, and I wanna, I'm want i gonna throw this out. Ron, first of all, I agree 100% with you. Here's my frustration. There are people in this business, in, and I'm speaking specifically to real estate agents, and I'll even throw uh, mortgage brokers or lenders, uh, loan officers in the mix here, uh, and others in our industry. Uh, but I wanna share this, and by the way, Aubrey, thank you for sharing that link. If you could share it in the Facebook group as well, and any other places we've shared, that would be great. Um, that being said, here's what I want you guys to think about. We have a freaking responsibility when God has blessed us in any area of our lives. I don't care whether it's business, financial, family, our health, our physical and mental health, or our spiritual life. When God has blessed us with success, significance, and legacy in any of those areas, we have a responsibility to help other people it's not just an opportunity it's not just a privilege it is our responsibility to pay it forward it is our responsibility to help other people have that same benefit have those same good things happen to them and when we don't i would challenge you to think about this when we fail to do that the powers of heaven are withdrawn from us God pulls back on us when we don't magnify those things that he's given us and when we don't share them with others and help others have the same success in their lives. Guys, you want to magnify the talents God's given you because guess what? When you do, you will have blessings beyond your wildest dreams and you will bless the lives of others. And that's what takes you into legacy. You're never going to get to legacy if you don't bless the lives of others. And I don't just mean by your mere presence. I mean by your actions. I mean by really taking the time to care about other people and to work super hard to help them accomplish what they want to accomplish and have them help or to help them have greater success in their lives, to help them have greater happiness in their lives. You guys need to be thinking about this. I need to be thinking about this. Coach Ron needs to be thinking about this. We need to understand that as we do that, God will give us more. As we pay it forward, as we help others, as we give, so shall we receive. But if you don't give, you will reap what you sow. If you don't sow good stuff out there, guess what? You're going to have a dry, dead field at the end of the year. You want to have more success in 2020 or in the years and decades beyond? Let me tell you, here's how you do it. Give more of yourself. Care more about others. Love more on others. Do more for others. And guess what? It'll, your success will naturally come. So that said, first, you've got to identify those five carriers. We've done that. You've got to identify where you're at and which, which stage you are in in each of those five carriers. There's an exercise. If you'll look at your screens right now, uh, uh, Aubrey posted for us. If you go to clubwealth.com forward slash five stages, clubwealth.com forward slash five stages. Uh, there is an exercise there. There's a there's a, a form you can. It's, it's a really cool kind of a, an infographic that uh, you can kind of fill out. You can shade in these areas and it will help you identify where you're on target and where you're off target. And what I'll tell you is that if you will do that shade in the proper area that corresponds with what stage you're in in each of these five areas in life, It will help you quickly identify where you need to spend your time, effort, and energy in 2020 and beyond. And if you will then decide on what your goals are for growth in those areas, set SMART goals, right, which stands for specific, measurable, attainable, relevant. So it's got to be relevant to what you're really trying to accomplish. Some would say it needs to be realistic. I'd say attainable. If it's not realistic, it's not attainable, right? So uh, I would say that's covered by attainable. Uh, So we say relevant because it really does need to be relevant to your overall mission, vision, values, and goals. Uh, But then it's also going to be time sensitive. So, again, using that SMART acronym, if you'll set those goals and then decide based on that goal, what is the one habit that I can implement on a daily basis that will move the needle for me on that and get me closer to that goal? Do that in each of those five key areas. By the end of that exercise, and it's free, download. Just go to clubboat.com forward slash five stages, download it. It's free. But when you go there and you do that exercise and you come up with that one habit in each of those five key areas in your life, I promise you, you will move the needle. You will move from struggle to success or to, to, to survival and from survival to success and from success, success to significance and from significance to legacy in each of those five key areas. Coach Ron, go ahead, your final
1: thoughts. So I, I just want to throw out there on this, Michael, I, I actually did this exercise with my family the other night uh, for New Year's. New Year's, we, we sat down, the entire family, and we, I printed out this form that everybody has, and I had them change business to school, but we went through and we highlighted where we were, and, and it was interesting how excited the kids got of it, and, and it's because, I'll tell you, you actually see where you are and what that looks like, and, and you have hope. You, know, you can see that it's not that far from success and, and, or, or survival or wherever you are. And I'll tell you, if you come up with one habit, like you're saying right now, that will impact that area of growth, then your, your whole life will start to balance out and you'll feel so much better and you'll move so much smoother through life. I I love this exercise. I think it's, I think it's powerful. I think it's very, It's.
0: I agree, Ron. And it's so much more than just setting goals, right? And don't get me wrong. I'm all about goal setting. I think it's fantastic. We all need to do it. But it's so much more than just setting goals. Without the habit, goals, are, are, they're, they're meaningless, right? You've got to develop the habits around the goals in order to really move that needle. I love that you did this with your family. Man, I got to tell you, I wish I was a kid in your family right now, because I guarantee those kids are going to move that needle. Now, here's the other thing I want you guys to think about. Your goal is not to go from struggle to legacy. Your goal is go from struggle to survival, When you get into survival, then look at how can I go from survival to success and so forth. It's not to bounce up two or three different stages. It's to get into the next stage for that one thing. All right. That being said, I would like everybody right now that's watching this, do me a favor. Type into your comment box right now on on Facebook or wherever you're watching this. Uh, I want you to type in. What is one habit that you're going to change this year or this decade? What is one habit that you're going to change right now that's going to move the needle for you? I don't care which area of life it's in. Just what one habit are you going to change right now to ensure that you are moving from stage to stage? Type it in. Who's going to be the brave first person to type this in? I want to see who's going to type this in first. What is the one habit that you're going to change this year, this month, this week? What are you going to change? I love it. Doris says, and Doris, by the way, thank you for always being there and jumping right in. Doris says, I'm going to increase my phone calls. I love it. Dave Woodson says, I'm going to start working out. Love it. Linda Revoir, Coach Linda says, um, and by, Linda's a baller, by the way. Coach Linda says she's going to stop eating sugar. Man, that's a big one. You know, and that's one, it's interesting. Okay, we got to talk about that. That doesn't just impact your physical health. That will also impact your mental health, which will have a massive, both of those will have a massive impact on your success in all the other areas in life. Because as we know, that when, when we control the, the chemicals in our brain, That controls our ability to do all of the other things that we do in life, right? As we increase serotonin and dopamine levels, we're happier, more well-adjusted people. As we remove things like sugar and the other negative things that can impact us physically and mentally, all of a sudden, we have greater capacity in all the other areas of life. I love that. Stop eating sugar. That's fantastic. Daniel Betancourt says, planning the day every day. Daniel, I love that, and I would recommend, uh, if you would, I would suggest always plan tomorrow's work today. So do that. And and I love what you're saying there. That's fantastic. Uh, Becky says, time blocking to stay on task. I love it. And Becky, I would suggest you want your time blocks to be as small as possible, no more than an hour for each time block. Uh, And ideally, no more than a half hour for each time block. The smaller you make those time blocks, the more successful you'll be. Uh, These are great guys. Love these ideas. Coach Ron any thoughts from you? Any uh, habits you're going to change? Are you willing to be transparent with us and share one of your new habits?
1: So one of my one of my new habits is I'm going to get up and work out every morning. I am not a morning workout guy, uh, but that is. I can one vouch
0: of- for that. <laughs> you could have just left it at "I'm not a morning guy" and I would have agreed with <laughs> you.
1: So. I am not a. I, I've told you many times, Michael. I got into real estate because one time this this guy told me. He was actually a bishop on my mission. He said he was in real estate because nothing happens before noon. And so he rolls out of bed every day at 11, uh, uh, the crack of 1130. And so I was like, real estate is for me. And so, yes, I'm not a morning person by nature, but that is, that is a habit that I think the successful have. And when I've been most successful in my life, I, I control my mornings. And so my morning ritual is, is key to me this year. I've already, I've already kicked it in. So it's, it's going to happen. I'm excited. That's
0: hilarious! I love it. Well, and so I'll just I'll jump on that bandwagon and I'll say so for me, one of the habits uh, that I'm changing this year, and and this is going to sound like I'm I'm putting it off, but I'm really not. Uh, I just I'm being very realistic, and I'm not overshooting. I'm not trying to go crazy with this. Uh, but when we get into our new office, which should be here in the next thirty days, uh, then when that happens, I'm changing my daily schedule uh, because now instead of working from home, I'll have to drive to an office. And so I figure, well, hey, if I'm going to have to get up and drive to the office anyway, might as well just get up a little earlier and stop at the gym on the way. Uh, And so that is also one of the things that I'll be working on this year. Uh, And when I say stop at the gym, I'm going to be stopping at the YMCA where they have a gym and a racquetball court. Uh, And the reason is I know I'll have more fun in the racquetball court than I will in the gym. So that'll get me there. And then while I'm there, I'll spend a few minutes, you know, screwing around with some weights and see if uh, if I can develop a habit around that. Uh, and Josh Solinger, uh says he's going to read more books as a habit this year. I love it, Josh. That's great stuff. Uh, and I would recommend start with the Club Wealth Buyer Agent, World Class Buyer Agent book. Uh, for those of you that haven't read it yet, Club Wealth World Class Buyer Agent book. And uh, Jesse says, morning routines, including workouts, are vital to my success. Jesse, I completely agree on so many levels. So that being said, if you guys would do me one last favor, and by the way, don't forget, uh, and if, if Aubrey, if you could post this link in there, the Wise Hire link, or Ron, maybe you could type that in. That's clubwealth.com forward slash WiseHire. Uh, but you guys, if you do me one last favor today, it would mean a lot to me if you guys would look at your screens right now, click on the share button share this post, share this video to your, your personal uh, page on Facebook and, uh, and tag maybe somebody in it uh, that you feel could get value out of this discussion. Just tag them in it right now, hit that share button right now. It would mean a lot to me. Uh, it would help us out and you'll probably be helping somebody else out too. So when you're sharing it with those people, they'll get value out of it and, uh, and hopefully it will move the needle for them as well. That being said, you guys, it's been a great time today. I appreciate y'all being on. I'm Michael Hellickson. Again, I'm one of the coaches here at Club Wealth. Ron Anderson, as well, as one of the coaches at Club Wealth. Uh, and uh, are they going to see our comments? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, it depends, Doris, on how you share it. But uh, generally speaking, probably yes. If you type someone's name into the comments right now, if you tag them into the comments right now, then yes, they will see it. Uh, So that's one way that you can share it is just tag the people that you want to have access to this video. Just tag them right here in the comments. Uh, So alternatively, you can also hit the share button, but uh, tagging them is a very effective way. All right, that said, guys, we've got to jump. Ron and I got to get on our coach's call. Have an awesome day. And remember, inside each one of us is a world-class beast just dying to get out. You got to choose to unleash that beast. So go do something world-class today. Take care, everybody.